What's up, everybody? Welcome to the world's best podcast with Jack and Reno. I'm Jack. And I'm Reno. And we're two dudes in our mid-20s who don't know shit, but are doing our best to figure this life thing out. We are so glad to have you along for the ride. Let's get it fired up! What's up, party people? This is Reno. We got a cool episode for you today. We're bringing Kevin back on the podcast, a little guest guest action. Uh, today we can talk about, it's just a fun conversation. We talked about a few things, um, neuroplasticity. We talked about some cool movies, talked about Billy Madison. Um, and then we also talked about just surviving and how effed we would be if we ever got lost anywhere. So enjoy. What's going on? Are we going to wait for Kevin? And then yeah, start Kevin. Yep. Kevin will be on in a couple minutes. We'll catch up with that fool. Good shit. Yep. Little guest, little guest episode. Dude, I'm going to get uh, so much sleep tonight, and it's going to be so amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Just I'm literally going to bed after this at like 7 o'clock. Oh, dude. That's going to be great. Just like sleep for just hours. Well, I don't know if you'll sleep for hours, but well, probably, I guess, right? Oh, dude, I can. Dude, Saturday or Friday night, I put it to the test. What up, y'all? Yeah. Right oh, up. shit. Hey. All right. Should we? Uh... Yeah, dude. We're just going to kick, kick her off here. I just want to. Uh, it'll just be, dude, this, this is a no topic episode. I'm just catching up. Catching okay. up. So, uh, okay, wait, wait, dude, let's, Kevin. Let's all go silent for like 20 seconds and then like start it. Like oh, I'll see seconds. we just include, a, include this all. I've listened to a lot of podcasts and it's not. People just talk. Okay, we can just include it then. <laughs> this is so bad, dude. Just, we gotta be just quiet for like. Five Jack, seconds. Jack, listen. You literally just admitted that you have no brain power. <laughs> just, just roll with it, man. <laughs> dude, but uh, Kevin, what's going on, dude? Not much. Just got back from Bend, not too long ago. Nice. How's the drive, Bend? It was the uh, drive was awful, but uh, Bend, well. <laughs> Bend, I guess, was fine. I don't know. It was dusty and smoky and stuff, so my lungs hurt. Went uh, oh shoot. What mountain biking for the first time? It was that dusty that you're like and smoky that your lungs are like hurting. Well, to to be fair, I I did like a twenty twenty five mile mountain bike ride with my brother. So, and you've never been before. I've never been before. That's right, dude. How was it? It was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was exhausting. I. I am not in shape for it. <laughs> but so, like, like, is it like, like, do you have to ride up the mountain too, or do you like yep. drive to the top of the mountain we, and ride down? We we rode up. I think we climbed about fifteen hundred feet or something like that, and then Jesus, rode around for a little while. Yeah, it was exhausting. I mean, I went from I don't know what the uh, altitude of Albany, Oregon, is, but they're at forty five hundred, and then we climbed to about seven thousand. So, oh, what? <laughs> so how uh how like rocky is this terrain as you're climbing? Is it like sometimes pretty rocky? I walked a little bit of it just because I don't have like the skills to go over it with a bike. But yeah, I mean it it wasn't too bad. Some of it was skinny. Uh, some of it was pretty wide and stuff, pretty sandy and dirty and everything like that. But other than that, it yeah. was it was just exhausting. I mean, it felt like when I was when we we was a full fifteen hundred feet foot climb. It wasn't like Okay, it's flat, 
a little more. You were just climbing. It was the whole time. 1,500 feet. And then, and then it was the bike ride. (laughs) Oh my God. And then, dude, have you guys ever, like five minutes? Yeah. Well, right. It took, it took forever to get up there. Yeah. Have y'all ever, y'all ever seen the, uh, the cross country dirt bike rides? No. You ever seen the like world championships? Oh my God. Dude, I watched those one time and they like, so I think this is kind of similar to the mountain bike, like expert mountain biking is you like, you get to, you get to parts that aren't road. Like it's just rock. Like you're basically just climbing up a rock face like a goat. Yeah. Like, but with a bike, basically. And so what the guys would do is they're like, yeah, so they've reached their seventh challenge of the 118-mile race. And uh, right here is the rock wall. <laughs> These guys, they like, you can't, it's like so steep, you can't ride the bike. So they literally just take it at the bottom and then just rev it hard and just launch the bike up, like, without them. Oh, I've seen that shit before. It's I've just like, yeah. it's just like nonsense. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like the whole point was to you know it's like like someone's kind of riding around dirt bike pretty well and they go dude you're doing really well and like I know another guy that's doing really well rides on rocks you guys should do this and then at some point it gets to this like critical you know it gets like the best of the best and it goes it just turns into absurdity where it's basically yeah. just launching bikes ahead of you and then crawling up to it right and I've I've seen it like I think I've seen videos of something similar where the bikes will roll down the hill and they like almost get decapitated yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous. These bikes are heavy, and they like just come rolling back. But these yeah. guys do. They're always like drinking monster drinks, and they got like six teeth. And they're like, ah, I've been run over at least thirteen hundred times. This ain't gonna be the one that kills me, dude. The craziest shit, and I want to go to this so bad, is the uh, Isle of Man races. Have you guys seen those? No, I don't no. think so. They are uh, they're bike races, like you're talking about. But it's like it's the highest. It's like of any sporting event, it's like the highest mortality rate of like any sporting event because these guys are just on motorcycles and it's uh, I can't remember where it is. I think it's somewhere in Europe, but um, these guys go like they're just on these motorcycles like, going like close to like 200 miles an hour, like on these just crazy tracks. Mm-hmm. And they just like it's like every couple of years somebody dies of this thing. Like just very what? consistently. And then like, but yeah, you can just like be pretty close to the track and go watch it. And it's like, it's literally like, I mean, they're just, you, you blink and you miss them go by. They're just going that fucking Whoa. fast. That's insane. Wait, is this like a, is this a cross country thing or is this like a track? It's like a track. Oh no, oh, we, okay. we're, I'm segueing even, like you kind of segued and I'm like segueing even further away. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. sounds good to me, dude. That's for, dude, you ever watch those videos of motorcycle racing where they're like, their knee is like touching a the centimeter? Ground. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Dude, I watch these videos. Sometimes I watch these videos just to, like get angry because I, I just I don't know. I don't I don't get angry that often. I'll get frustrated, but not like angry. And I'm just like I'll see a video where it's like outrageous cheaters, and it's like 30 minutes. I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> and uh, there's this one where they show the motorcyclists, and it's like some Italian motorcycle race, and they show them like multiple videos of these people like shoving over motorcyclists. And oh, that's dudes, a bunch of horse shit. Come on, dude. They're going like 200 miles an hour. With like a suit and a hat. <laughs> is this like where? Where does this and, take and, place? And one motherfucker is ready to just like kill the other motherfucker to win. Yeah, that's actually you know what? That's a good point because that's the craziest part. He was okay with killing him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you might win die, the race. I need to win this race. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. amazing, dude. I don't know. If, I wonder if he even considered it. Like the dude who shoved him. Like maybe he was like, ah, he'll be fine. Dude, to even like compete in sports like that, it's like you just have to be a different breed a person to just be okay with that much adrenaline and just like like 
for your like you know like same thing with wingsuits the motorcycles like mm-hmm. it's just so like it's like if you fuck up it's just life or death it's not even like yeah like like you don't get that in basketball no matter how high of a level you get to mm-hmm. right yeah people that are daredevils like that they're actually i don't remember what part of the brain it is but they're missing it and so in order hmm. to get that like spike of adrenaline that we need to feel to, like get excited they have to go beyond that. They has to be like life or death what? for them to feel something. And so that's why you see these people that are just doing these crazy things like jumping on, you know, 100 story buildings and just mm-hmm. like being okay with it. It's because, yeah. it's because they don't feel anything. They can't feel anything unless they do that. Is that yeah, like a... It's probably that or drugs for them, right? Like... Exactly. Right. Yep. So I guess wow. if it was like my kid, I'd rather have him be a daredevil than a drug addict. It was, is that like a choice? Is that like a tolerance? You think? Like, is there a tolerance you can get to adrenaline? Pro- I could see probably. Bumps? Yeah, I mean, it would be like uh, you got to push the push the limits further and further every time you do it, right? Yeah. But. Damn. Yeah, I don't get that. And people, dude, I, I literally like. There's this one thing we did Saturday. We went to this, this like water park, and there they have like basically a 20 foot drop onto like a big balloon. It's like a launch balloon. They call it the blob. And you uh, you load someone up on the front, and then you jump off, off yeah. this twenty foot thing, and you launch them. Yeah. And it looks like you get up there and you see it from the ground. You're like, guess not that bad, dude. When you are up there and you look down, it looks like it might as well be like a thousand feet, and you know <laughs> you're gonna be fine because it's just an airbag basically. You just fall into a big airbag and then you roll off into water. So like, even if you missed it, you would just go into water. Right. But dude, it's such a rush just even dropping that twenty feet. So I don't even know how these people are. They're like, oh, I can't feel alive until I'm, like, diving out of a helicopter through a fire ring or something. We used to do some pretty good – when I was younger, we used to go to some pretty good spots and do some pretty good cliff jumping. Nothing too crazy. What? I think, like, 40 feet is the highest I've done. But it's so weird how you get up there and you look over the edge and it's like – yeah, when you're down below, it's like, oh, that doesn't look too bad. Then you get up there and it's like – Holy shit! I am so high up in the air right now. Right. Yeah, my mm-hmm. brother and I we would do that rafting when we go to like shoots and stuff. Yeah, we'd always look for rocks to jump off of and you know make sure that's deep enough and everything. But yeah, we, mm-hmm. we'd come up to the rock. And be like, oh yeah, it's uh, twenty feet, and we get over there. And, oh my gosh, this is high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you do, and then you do a gainer off of it, and then it's all good. Can you do a gainer? <laughs> no, I've tried a few times, and it always ends poorly. Dude, Griffin throws the sickest shit off of those off cliffs like that i bet he i bet he does he's a gymnast oh my god it's so it's so much fun because you'll just do like i mean even if he just does like a regular backflip it's just like so much cooler than anyone else's backflip because right. he just like lays it out so nicely and it's like so clean i know like those <laughs> yeah. shit too in there sometimes that's pretty sick dude, it's just this dope dude griffin is like a cat know, like we were like such good air awareness <laughs> it's nuts i didn't even think you could have I, like this air awareness thing or control in the air it just is so foreign to me. <laughs> like when I'm in the air, I'm like, what do I do here? Like to just, I have nothing to hold on to. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's know? like, it's like Griffin could be like launched out of a cannon and like, and like, <laughs> yeah. like just like just fucking spinning like crazy out of this thing and then like stabilize himself and land clean. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like, yeah. yeah Dude, well, um, yeah, for listeners, Griffin's, Griffin's Jack's brother, but, uh, <laughs> I went and hung out at Black Butte in Oregon, um, for the, for your get together with the with Jack's family, and dude, I just remember we were just people just jumping off the the two story party boat, and uh, just like catching the football or whatever. 
and everyone just kind of dove out there like a limp seal. But then Griffin just like he was like, oh, I'm just gonna throw a twist in here or whatever. Just no, however he jumped off, he always landed like feet first into the water. Like it was really <laughs> yeah, cool. it's, it's really it just, it's really fun to watch. It's really it fun was, to watch. It was great. Like most people you see fall into water. Like it's just kind of like splat. <laughs> but it was. It's just it graceful. graceful. Well, it's yeah. it, well, we notice when he's flipping, and I and like because he's kind of like told me a lot about it. I kind of know what to look for watching gymnasts and stuff, just because you know growing up with him, mm-hmm. always do gymnastic competitions and stuff. Like, but one thing is like while you're, my sister too, for that matter. Uh, but when you're doing tumbling and all that, uh, it's like those guys when they're in the air. If you watch their heads, like they are, like the the percentage of time that their eyes are on the ground is like every possible second that they yeah. keep looking at the ground. Sure. Like my brother flips, it's like he gets his head over immediately and then he's just like, okay, this is where I am in the air and this is like the pace I need to change my flip to. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, but it's just immediately. Or if he's doing a front flip, his front flips look dope as shit too and usually people's front flips just look so lame. Mm-hmm. But what he does is he, he dives out and then, and then watches the water as long as he can, and then finishes the flip at the last second. Oh, mm-hmm. that's genius! Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and so he's like, "Yeah, you just yeah, so you do a front flip, you just gotta wait longer." I'm like, "I don't know if I like have that ability." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Because it doesn't feel like you're going that far. Like, or like you have that amount of time. Like to him, he's like, "Yeah, you just wait." But I'm like, "Wait, like what? One and a half seconds before I smack into the water?" Oh no! It's like it's like it's like time slows down for him up there. It's just like he's just like yeah. yeah it's it's really it's really fun to watch. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, we uh, watched a couple of people try and do some flips. We went to this uh, this water park. Which next time you guys are in Austin in the summer, we'll have to go because it's super dope. But the other thing they have are these huge slides, and they're probably like 30, 40. If you like the vertical height of them, is like 30, 40 feet, and then you slide down, and you go off a ramp. And so like a couple guys like did go do backflips and stuff. And it's just, it's just hilarious. One of, my, one of my buddies, Nat, he just, whenever he falls, he's like a pretty athletic guy, but whenever he falls or he just fails, he just looks hilarious. It's like bad. It's just, he just, he's just like, awkward looking. Yeah. It, like it, it looks as if he thought, I'm going to make this hilarious. And then <laughs> fell. Okay. You know, I see. But he goes up. So he goes off this ramp and it, you, so he probably goes off like 40, 45 degree angle. He's speeding along. There's a flip like, oh, pretty cool. Like, backflip and then he just comes in face first and just pow just smacks water goes everywhere it was just like the last second it was just hilarious and uh it's just not easy to do a flip i feel like a lot of people try it's just it's just not easy it's not easy no yeah it's uh it's pretty cool the, the amount of dedication it took though like i mean he was i mean they were i mean it was four hours a day like five days a week yeah. and you're working out so much wow. It's just well. Wow. It's just yeah. yeah. After school, you're just there for four hours, just like at the gym training. <laughs> four hours. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, no, no wonder I... gymnasts are jacked. Oh yeah, dude, they work out so much; it's unbelievable. And their workouts are like, like Griffin was like telling me. So they get on the parallel bars, which are like the, um, like the two really close together bars, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you know, like a standard like workout for them would be to like go up there, do like you know, do like 30 like leg raise. I don't know however many like leg raises up to your chest or whatever. And then you'd like, and then you just like shift from there straight into a handstand and then do like 20 handstand pushups. Like, it's just like the routine. It's just like, just nuts. Wow. 
It'd be so cool to be able to do that stuff. I know. I mean, he just got... He's got just good body control. I mean, you fucking... I've watched him, like, uh, he'll be like, hey, Jack, do you think I can walk down and back this, like, 20-yard grass field on my hands? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, probably. And he'll just, like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did, well, did, he, well, he was... He's going to be the dunker or something, or, or the gymnast? Yeah, he, for, he, uh, he, was, he was on the Blazer dunk team, like and the trampoline hurt, guys. He, he hurt himself, right? Is that yeah, what first game, he broke his leg. <laughs> Jeez, he, got a, he got a bad pass and just, like, went for it and just landed on his leg wrong. It was really unfortunate. But, yeah, dude, it was the sickest job. They pay him, like, you only got to go to one game, but it, the deal is, like, 150 bucks a game, and you can usually get, like, four or five tickets to give to your friends to go to the game. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, so I was awesome. like, dude, you need to keep this during college and just, like, because they only do, like, once a month. Like, they have those guys out there. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, just keep yeah. this during, during, during college. Like, you're going to be able to find a ride up if you have four tickets to give to your friends. And right. it's like, because, you know, he didn't have a car, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, mm-hmm. man, dude, it's like, it's just be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Dude, just all the time, you got something to do. Yeah. yeah I love that. Dude, I got, uh, I got something interesting for you guys. And, uh. So I was reading this book, The Bodybuilders, and it's just full, just cram-packed with uh, just, like, basically just cool science. Like, they don't – they try to, like – there's a couple pages where they try to explain the neuroscience behind what they're doing and the act- actual research. And I'm like, God, this is so complicated. But then they follow up with, like, just the dopest thing. And they had this – they had this uh, – they had this chapter about studying intuition. So you know that feeling, the, like, sixth sense, they call it, or, like, ESP? You yeah. have that feeling when like something's off. Yeah. Or like you have that gut feeling where you're like, ah, I just, we really shouldn't go down that way. Or you're like, something's different, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So they quantified that. And what they say it is, is your brain is a giant pattern recognizer. Right. And that's, so that's, mm-hmm. that's what it's doing. Basically it's looking for similarities. Um, and so intuition is, is a break from similarities, but it's operating from your subconscious because of implicit learning so for instance implicit learning is when you're not conscious of what you're learning basically um and so so basically you just you just it's like they had this firefighter for instance where they're in they're in a house they're like spraying water like oh it doesn't really they're like oh it's not affecting the flames right and then this the fire chief is like all right everybody out right now and literally when the last guy stepped out of the building the entire floor collapsed below them like he literally the dude thought he was he was a a psych, like psycho, uh, a, psych- like, a psychic, the psychic, psychic. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's not it's like like the like the most simple version of that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to combine shit. That word. Yeah, it's just a psychic. Yeah, yeah. from X Men. But uh, <laughs> but that's what they were saying. Intuition was, and they say that it happens with implicit learning. So you implicit just learn, learning. like your subconscious learns stuff. Interesting. Where you're not paying attention. I know that yeah. that uh, that piecing together that your brain does. It has a lot to do with that default mode network we were talking about a while mm-hmm. back. Do you remember mm-hmm. that part yeah. of the brain? Yeah. It's, a, it's the same deal where, you know, when we're infants, we don't have that DMN. And so uh-huh. everything is just chaos. But then when your brain starts to put the pieces of the puzzle together and kind of get rid of things that don't matter, then you can start seeing the world. Yeah. And that's kind of that's similar, I would say, but more intuitive. Wait, so what, wait, what do you mean? Or more... Um, uh, instinct based but what what do you mean what what do you mean what do i mean i'm, I'm talking about the um piecing of the, the your brain piecing stuff together 
Oh, okay. I was trying to figure out how you were connecting the oh, DMN yeah, no, to... Oh, yeah, no, your brain piecing stuff together is similar to that default mode network. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, just figuring out, like, yeah, basically just patterns and how you're going to operate in life. Right. Dude, something was crazy, too, is what they said in here is they had people with amnesia. And it was like, I guess it was like permanent amnesia, basically. They couldn't form long-term memory at all. Whoa. As in, they would talk to somebody and just have a full two-hour conversation. And then they would see him the next day, and they, they, these people would be like, I don't know who you are at all. Like, they really don't remember any conversation. They don't remember who people are. Just every day is a new day. Is this, like, different than dementia? No, uh, dementia yeah. will be more short-term. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So they're, I mean, like, the way... so they can stay with the conversation for two hours. Mm-hmm. So, Basically, like, for like, 50 first dates with Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. Yeah, I guess. I haven't so. seen that movie. It's, Reno, yeah, it's, it'd be the movies you haven't seen, man, you're killing me. <laughs> Dude, someone brought up Billy Madison the other day, and I, I was like, Nat or something. He's like, oh, remember the scene for Billy Madison? I was like, no, I haven't seen it. And he shared your same enthusiasm. It was like, dude, that's one of the best movies that's ever been created. So dude, to you... be fair, to be fair, Reno, this is not one of the best movies out there. This this <laughs> is a this is a good movie. Mm-hmm. Fifty First Dates okay. is is like the dumbest. It's it's so it's. Such I don't want you going movie. into this. I don't want you going into this movie thinking that it is like the movie that everyone has to watch. It is a good okay. movie. You should probably watch it, but don't expect a lot. The whole premise <laughs> okay. is Adam Adam Sandler falls in love with a woman who forgets every day. Like every day is like she thinks is like the same oh. day she had a head injury. Head injury. I was talking about Billy Madison. Oh yeah. Uh, oh Billy Madison. Oh no. You, I cannot overhype Billy Madison. It is just, it's <laughs> such a good movie. No, I can, I can definitely underhype it. It is okay. <laughs> Dude, Kevin, you're delusional. It it's like, it's top, it's, it is a good it's probably movie. in my top five all time. No way. No way, dude. You're delusional. <laughs> dude, it's amazing. Dude, dude, I'll give you a top five movie right now. Drunk Parents on Netflix. What? Have y'all seen this? No. <laughs> What's that? Dude, it's so good. Oh, God. It's with, um, Who's that guy on Thirty Rock? The main uh, I'm forgetting his his name. The main comedian. He plays Trump on, on SNL. Oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Alex Baldwin. Alex Baldwin. Yeah, um, dude. Okay, so it's Alec him. Baldwin. <coughs> Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I, I was like, Alex is wrong. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Um, and then him and just a bunch of other actors I just didn't recognize at all, except for Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan was in it. I think he was like a writer or whatever, dude. And the it. Okay, you know, we talked about how movies, it's amazing when movies um, can portray like human beings and their decisions and their actual interactions well. Like, that's the most amazing thing. Yeah. They crushed it in that whole movie. And this, this, the flow of the jokes was so good between the wife and the husband, and Alec Baldwin's husband. But the basic premise is that they send their daughter off to college and they live in like a really luxurious lifestyle, really nice house, nice car, nice clothes, fur jackets. All this, they send her off to Yale, like paying for the whole college deal, um, and so they leave. And then they they basically the idea is for the next six days, um, it's going to be madness. And on the seventh day, they'll rest. Is <laughs> like the basic idea, and um, which is totally biblical. But that was the only religious part of the movie. But they come in, and it turns out their entire fortune was made off of like one business that petered out years ago. So they just had no money. Like by the time they sent their daughter to college, they had no money left. So like they come home, their car is being immediately repoed. Like they try to do a garage sale 
and like is, no one is this a is this a series like a like a tv show it's a movie dude it's, oh, a, it's, a movie. it's the best hour and a half you could you could okay <laughs> you could i might watch it tonight dude do it it's even better if you're high i'll be honest i'll, um, I'll give you top five <laughs> i'll give you t- i might try that too i'll give you top five worst movie i've ever seen i just watched Ooh. this yesterday okay baseballs what is, I haven't, I haven't heard ba- of it. is it not not base kit balls You've never heard of Spaceballs? Oh, Spaceballs. Oh, Whoa, you didn't like Spaceballs? What? That was, that was probably the worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Oh, what? Wait, but you, but you like the Three Amigos. It's like the same kind of humor. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you Dude, you're sitting, you're sitting with the wrong crew watching it. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what crew could have been in there, but... <laughs> Man, Spaceballs. That's such a good one. That one, Dude. that one though, I felt like was partly good just because I watched it when I was really young. Like, I don't know if I watched it today, I would think it was as funny. But like, uh, if I yeah, watch it again, I still have like that nostalgic humor there. I even knew going in what I was getting myself into, and yeah, it, I, I don't think I laughed once. Really? Okay, but hold on. Did you get the okay, part? You know what? That's Wait. a lie. I did laugh at the very beginning when they showed that ship flying through for like 15 minutes. That <laughs> yeah. I thought was funny. And then I'm like, okay, this is good. I was getting excited for the movie, and then the movie mm-hmm. started, and I'm like, I'm I'm not going to get there. Dude, you, you're telling me you got to the part where he's like, he's like, who designed this system? And it shows this guy and goes, oh, John Asshole, sir, reporting for duty. And he's like, what the what? And he's like, he's like, how all many cross-eyed. assholes do we have here? Yeah. he's like, he's like, oh, it's my brother, Bob asshole. He's like, how many assholes do we have in this ship? He's like, twenty of them. Yeah. Oh, Kevin, how did you not? I feel like you laughed at. Sh- at dude, when they're literally time. out there combing the sand. Oh my god, great time. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, it was, it was too literal for sand. me. I think, and I, I didn't like that they they had to they had to say the joke to like like when the. They were jamming the signal, and they threw jam yeah. at it, and it had the name jam on it. And I'm like, this is just – this is too much. <laughs> That's the whole premise is that it's so stupid. Although, I, I will tell you, I watched dumb movies that I thought were good before, and then I watch them now, and I go, yeah, this is, like, too dumb. This is, like, too dumb now. I can't. I can't watch Gosh, it. Gosh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll have to watch it with you guys. Maybe you'll hype me up. But uh, yeah. No, we're, we're watching Billy Madison first. <laughs> that one Billy is actually Madison. a good movie. Yeah. yeah, that one's great. Okay, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. We'll see. What about the? Uh, have you guys seen the? Uh, what's it called? The Naked Gun. No, mm, I oh, think I a long time ago. That's. I mean, that's the same. That's the same cast as Airplane. Yeah, mm. I actually, I actually mm. do remember not liking Naked Gun either. Yeah, no. that's that's super similar joke. It doesn't surprise me if you don't like those super. Did you like? Jokes. Did you like Airplane? I don't think I've seen it. Oh, okay. But Man, I know it's I'd be similar. Su- I see. I don't know. I was gonna say I wouldn't be. Su- I would be surprised if you didn't like it. But now that you're not going spaceballs, I mean, a lot of their jokes are just like really on the nose. You know, right. like the, the, the what they say is very. But like that's the funny part is right. It's almost how stupid it is. But the joke <sighs> is like, is it's like they're and all I know, fun jokes. I know that. I knew that going in that that was gonna be the point. It's all. Were you just by yourself like a- watching it, or were you, were you with your brother, or what? I was with my brother and his wife. Yeah. Oh man, that's all. Yeah, I was gonna and say that, Beth you loves it. Just sitting there, like bored out of your minds, watching this movie. Beth loves it. It's one of her favorite movies. Oh, so is she laughing the whole time? 
she wasn't laughing the whole time, but yeah, she was laughing, and I, I, I was like, I don't know where it is. Another top five for you that you, I don't know if you guys have seen, but you need to watch is Old School. Oh, old dude, school. for sure. Kevin, have you seen Old School? I don't think so. So oh, it's, dear, uh, it's, it's like Will Ferrell, um, Luke Wilson, and uh, yeah, who's the third guy that's there? Uh, Vince Vaughn. And mm-hmm. they basically start a fraternity in their like mid thirties, <laughs> or like okay. or like when they're like thirty years old, and it's funny as shit. Old school. dude, yeah. You know yeah. they called those guys the frat pack when they were making movies. Oh really? Yeah, because there's a there's a series of movies with Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, and Will Ferrell. The frat. Pack. No, not Will Ferrell. Um, who's the Who's the other guy? The black haired guy who he was the. Uh, in Step Brothers, he was the dude mm. who ran the Catalina wine mixer. Right. You know what I'm talking I about? Remember, I don't remember his name. Oh, uh, that's uh... Rob something. That's Rob. I can't remember his name. Yeah, but I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, but anyway, so it's those three. Yeah, Wolf Hall wasn't in the frat pack, but they're called the frat pack because like, they made like old school wedding crashers. Um, shoot, there's like a bunch, but basically they just had a series of movies that were basically um, college dude humor, which is essentially right. what it was. Um, but dude, yeah, old school is good. I also like Wedding Crashers too because they, uh, I just like, I just like the Emily Me. I think it was Will Ferrell was in it, but they were talking to him like, oh, we got to go back to the original Wedding Crasher. That's right. Yeah. And he goes to him, he's like, oh, what are you doing now? He's like living with his mom in yeah. this like velour robe or whatever. He's screaming, <laughs> like, screaming at his mom for meatloaf. <laughs> and he's like, oh, dude, Wedding Crashing, dude, I found something better. It's funeral crashing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's nothing like a dead husband to really turn a woman on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh crap! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, Wolf was good, man. I, I did. You, did you guys watch his newest one? That like music one on no, Netflix? I have not. I have not seen. I've pretty much. I've barely seen any movies that have come out in the last like five years. Yeah, same. Yeah, like, barely any. I watch Dude. more TV shows and stuff. Well, yeah. not even that. I watch old TV shows, so. <laughs> Reruns of Frasier. Yeah, <laughs> Frasier. I just started Seinfeld. Are you serious? Oh, Seinfeld's great, dude. I oh. know. I've seen Seinfeld tons of times, but yeah. it's, it's so good. Dude, if you want to oh, talk it's... about improv, that show is literally basically what improv is. It's oh, just man, a series of improv scenes. Yeah, it's good. Dude, what's so good, though, is what I lo- love, and other shows have taken this same trope, but they'll have, like, four different storylines to get like they're kind of the first people to do it they have like four different just ridiculous storylines going and then all of them tying together at the end of the episode and it's so fucking funny when they do that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i love those all of those ones that and the rest of development's really good at that too i never i had a hard time getting into that one yeah dude it's 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 really awkward so it's like could be really hard same thing with like same, i think it's the same thing with uh, a lot of people have a hard time getting into always sunny Mm-hmm. Even though I just think that's just one of the funniest shows I've ever. Watched. I still, I still need to watch it. I still need to watch it. Dude, Dude. the first, it, there's some cringe parts. It's, it's, it's almost hard to watch on your own. Like with friends, it's way better. Like, <laughs> okay. like I start to feel like empty inside if I if I'm by myself and I watch like five or six episodes <laughs> in a row. Okay, all right. I feel that though. When you're when you're streaming, when you've done like well, each episode's like there's thirty. Are there thirty minutes or an hour? Yeah, they're short. Like, they're short. But after you watch like five or six, it's like, dude, that's three hours. And if you're by yourself, you're like, what am I doing? 
with my life. Yeah, but it's yeah. also just that show just like drains you because so many of the situations are so uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uncomfortable. Yeah. Dude, there was the, the most uncomfortable one I ever watched. And it was it was the worst one was when they thought D was funny. And they literally like they had the whole episode where like she becomes a stand-up comedian because she's depressed. Like they're super depressed. They're, oh like, my gosh, you guys showed that bird. to me. Dude, and oh. like I was watching it and it was just awful. Like she was making terrible jokes. Oh. Everyone was laughing. I'm like, this is like she's not funny. I want to it's blow so my stupid. Out. I know the end. I don't want to spoil the end because it's like the end of that episode is. But the yeah, end of that I guess it makes it a really good episode. But you have to make it through. The I've rest seen. Of the I've seen it. I see. I watched it with you guys. Well, I know, well, you're not the only. But you're not, you're not the only. I'm not the only person listening. You're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got. We got. Eighty. What was it? What was it now? Do we have eighty-five? No, that's our peak listens. Is eighty-five? I think we're at like thirty. Yeah. Some. Like, we've been getting like fifty. We getting like fifty listens. Yeah. Cool. Dude, heck yeah. Dude, I, I pitched it to everybody I talked to. I got kind of aggressive about it, you, you actually, on it. Friday. <laughs> I was it. like, I was talking to uh, one of my buddies, his new girlfriend, and uh, we're all hanging out, getting drinks and stuff, and we're like talking, and they're like, oh yeah, Reno has a podcast, and she's like, oh, you have a podcast? And I go, <laughs> I was kind of drunk, but I was like, yeah, follow it right now. Like, I literally like, Oh, dude, I always, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was at, we get together last night, and I think I, I think I had like five people give me their phones and follow the podcast. Nice, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, dude, that's what, dude, that's that's what we gotta do. Dude, I put on my Bumble profile. Oh, it's yeah. on mine too. Yeah. yeah, I had a, I had a girl ask me about it. I was like, yes, follow <laughs> it. Yeah, every girl messaged me. They are, they're like half of them. The start is. Uh, so are you just? Are you like? doing anything with bumble or are you just here to try to promote your podcast <laughs> nice <laughs> yes yes <laughs> the answer is yes <laughs> that's priority one that's so funny dude i was expecting that joke so much more than how much i got it like of all the matches or whatever or conversations i've started that she was the only one who even brought it up and i was like if i saw this because my instagram is linked and in bumble it has like nine pictures and eight of the nine of them are literally just screenshots of the podcast <laughs> like pretty obvious that right. i'm promoting this podcast <laughs> and she's the only one who brought it up and i'm like if i saw this on with any other girl i would just immediately bring it up i'd be like make the same joke i'm like so are you are you actually trying to yeah. like find someone here or are you just promoting <laughs> your thing right. but, well a uh, lot a lot of girls do that for like if they have like an only fans or you know they're trying to become in- influence on it's influences on instagram like bumble mm-hmm. and tinder and that's a great way to get followers oh dude i Dude, I think that's so true, especially with girls. They always – their description is like – they go, um, they go, you have to be funny or something. Or they'll go like looking for someone to show me around town. And then it just goes IG. And then this is the yeah. Instagram handle. And I go, dude, you're just, you're just a hot girl wanting more more followers. But it probably it works. works. It works. <laughs> dude, it's it's, you can make so much money just being a hot girl with a lot of followers on Instagram. Or like OnlyFans, mm-hmm. dude. Girls are bringing home like – like some girls are just like freaking just hot girls, you know, just posting naked pictures of themselves, charging like fifteen dollars a month, and they'll have like a thousand people subscribe. Oh to them my on god! It's just like stupid how much money some of these girls are making. Yep, dude, I, would, I just uh, I would milk that system if I was a girl for sure. Or uh, Bella Thorne, you guys know who that is? I feel like no. I've heard the name. She's like a she's like a hot famous actress, and she went on there and said like, "Hey, I started an OnlyFans." And then, like, charged $200 for, like, one picture on there. And, like, basically, like, let on that she was naked. And uh, she made a million dollars in one day. And she no. wasn't even naked in this photo. But, no like, freaking so way. many people bought this thing. She made a million dollars in one day. Dude, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing, guys? We're what doing are it we wrong. doing? We're doing I just, it wrong. I, Reno, I don't think anyone's paying that much to see your wiener. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let's well, get a sex change. That, oh, there we go. That's there we oh, go, fuck, dude. Oh man, dude, we can wear like women's transgender. Underwear oh man, mm-hmm. get a nice. That's where the money's at. And yeah, dude, people are screaming for a slightly muscular, six foot three white. <laughs> woman transgender woman that's what they yeah. want they want a that's really where, overly tall at, yeah i would love that honestly if i could do actually you know i was thinking about doing if i ever needed money so um this there's this website that like christian was telling me about that uh i guess one of her friends was doing um where you basically guys will buy girls like sweaty underwear or like like whatever underwear they like masturbate into or whatever and uh and they'll pay for it. And you charge it like whatever you want. Like just put some pictures of yourself, like just your face or whatever, maybe like a bikini photo or something. And then they'll buy like 50 bucks for a pair of sweaty underwear. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that shit. It's so- and I was like, I was like, well, shit, man, I'll just wear a thong and sell that. <laughs> buy some stock photos or something. of like a woman and just sell sweaty underwear that I just sweated. What's amazing just- to me is how much money yeah. some of these girls are making. But then how many girls that I know that are super attractive that just have the dignity to like not do that because mm-hmm. if I was a hot girl, I would have a really fucking hard time not just just exploiting the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about that too. Like, so would like, I actually do it or not? I don't know. It's like to have that dignity. It like it's good. It's good. It gives me. It gives me like all right. I got a, a lot of a lot more hope for humanity. Seeing how many girls don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not that yeah. it's. Dude, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing, but it is like. I feel weird about it. I feel weird about it that it exists. That like an OnlyFans thing exists. It's it's strange. It's like a it's new strange. thing. It's a new thing. It's just yeah. It's just like imagine. Okay, this is weird, but like imagine that like hot girl in college or something, and you're like you just never nothing really went on. You like maybe talked to her once or whatever, and then you just find out she's got an OnlyFans. It's just because in your mind sometimes you see a hot girl and like you fantasize about it or whatever. But then imagine that you could just pay to see her naked. It just seems like a weird thing. I just don't want that option. It just I know. Seems, it is strange. Yeah. It's strange. I feel like it's affecting us in a mental way. We're it's like not aware. Three bucks. Like I'm definitely gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> three, dude. I feel bad for a girl selling her news for three dollars. Like, come on. <laughs> well, but they do. It's like your, it's like your monthly. <laughs> it's like a monthly subscription. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. like, then they'll have, like, more, like, a lot of girls, what they'll do is have, like, more scandalous photos mm-hmm. that you have to what's pay extra the, for. What's your opportunity cost for something like that? Like, what's your limit there? How much would I pay? Um, yeah. I don't know. It depends on. Uh, not that much, dude. Not that you're much. Num- you're not number that one. Much. Not that much. Not that much? Yeah. It might be a celebrity I'd pay for. I wouldn't pay for a normal person. You know what I mean? Because you can find, I mean, <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> I know she listens to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you go online, you know, you can find pictures of really hot women naked. It's not, and you don't have to pay anything. So why would I pay? I mean, you, I guess the factor is like, because I know you know them. them. <laughs> yeah, but that's weirder now. It's weirder now. It's like, what am I? Some, dude, that's, that's, that's it the feels time I feel like a total shit. chimp. It feels like I feel like a chimp. Shit. I feel like a monkey. I'm like sitting on there. Just naked, then like, yeah, they, like, like pay money know, for like, this. They don't naked... know who's subscribed. Ugh, it's like anonymous Jesus. on the subscriber, and so it's like, yeah, like they it's, don't know which of their friends cringy. have like seen them. 
I would feel like, like such a freaking weirdo. Doing some weird shit to themselves. It's creepy yeah. and cringy. It's, it's cringy. Really, it's really is creepy and cringy. But it's it's like but like obviously the appeal's there because so many and you have to assume it's dudes way more than women. I'm sure there's a few women, oh, but it's just absolutely. like it's oh, are there all any men dudes? paying for this. No, yeah, are there any it, I mean. dudes yeah, that make an OnlyFans? <laughs> like, I'm sure there, there are. You think right. the other people that would pay to see maybe like Chris Hemsworth's wiener or something? You think women would pay for that? I maybe. Think, I think you'd, you'd, oh, I think you'd get more gay men to pay for it than you would women. Oh, yeah, yeah uh-huh. that's true. That's true. I mean, I'd pay. Okay, so if it was like, like there's a, definitely a pretty big demand for gay porn. You know, like so yeah. there's got to be like only for right. I mean, that's know? like top ten for me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually the thing I start off, dude. There was. Um, there was like the number one. I learned this in college with Frankie because he just he just knew all this weird porn things. I go and he acted. He would act like he he's like, oh, here's all this weird. Look, ha ha! Found this weird porn. And I was like, Frankie, like, why are you know are too you much this of this weird here? stuff? Yeah, you, what what were you doing to like start out at this journey? Right. You know, no one lands on eating cereals out of an anus porn the first time, dude. Also. Land. How do these like? I just wonder like what the progression is for these women that are like doing these just like absurd things. It's like, like, do you like? I don't know. Do you like start out vanilla and then just like work your way up <laughs> so you're taking like three dicks in the ass at the same time, or like what's the? It's got to be the same deal as like daredevils and stuff. They're just pushing the limits, trying to get more attention. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think what it is is it depends how hot you are. Because if you're not that hot, then you got to do weirder, more kinky stuff. Because like not that many women mm. want to do it, you know what I mean? Like, mm. and, uh, and I think it's when you guys you get older and stuff too. So like once you get older, you gotta start doing the like BBC and the weird stuff. Well, BBC's not even weird compared to the really weird shit that's on there. But yeah, that's yeah, not. Yeah, oh, I just know these. I know all the acronyms. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of subconscious about it, but whatever. They uh, do. But anyway, oh, so there's this main. I watched this like one documentary that was about porn about how fucked up it is, but. This one guy, he's like the top paid gay porn actor, and he was he was straight. I mean, like allegedly, like he said he was, but he, uh, but he said he's like, yeah, I got into straight porn, but like I made no money. But then I got paid like fifty times the amount to do gay porn, and so he's just he has a wife. I remember in that show, he has a wife, and he's just boning dudes. Just that's what he does for a living. But he makes yeah, like it's millions like, of dollars. It's like not even like pleasurable. It's just like work. <laughs> yeah, like, he just takes a what a strange concept. Just two straight dudes banging and so strange. That's, hey, that's actually pretty. Str- yeah, probably, there's probably a lot of. I don't know. I don't. I just. I don't know that much of the nuances of the industry. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I want to know either. Like, I think if you if 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 you had started to tell me like the nuances of it, I would. I might have some questions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's it's such a lucrative um, industry. There's so much money mm-hmm. in the porn industry. Oh, of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so Dude, do you guys thing. do you guys know what they call it? So you know the award ceremony. Do you know what they call the award, the porn award? Yeah, the Woodies. The Woodies. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. I think they're dicks. I think the award is a dick, isn't it? Just a giant golden penis. That makes sense. I might have seen that on Family Guy, but like it could also just be true. <laughs> I'm referencing Family Guy. Yeah. I don't know if I just think it's I don't have no idea if it's true, but it wouldn't like surprise me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they have oh, man. It's just such a crazy thing. Dude, I was I just think about that stuff or I think about like when I'm just sitting getting high or somewhere or when I'm just 
I don't know, just staring off into a direction or something. I always just think like, I'm just a monkey. I've just had that a thought more recently. I'm just like a chimp like, walking around. Like, oh, here's what it was. I was listening to Alan Watts. I was listening to his book called The Book. It's <laughs> called The Book by Alan Watts. And so people are like, oh, what's the title? No, it's called, it's called The Book. And, uh, and Alan Watts, so he's on there. And uh, I was like, he has a lot of good thoughts, like about, you know, you considering yourself one with everything and not like a combatant versus the universe, basically, which is good. But then he goes into stuff where he's like, yo, you know, we're so obsessed with progress and, you know, and even, even medicine these days, you know, it's like, there's a point for us dying is, you know, like a forest, the trees have to die and stuff. And it's like, well, it's, you know, people have, have, they have more wealth than they've ever had in the history of humanity, but we're miserable. And I'm like, listening to this, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like on Friday night, I'm like walking around my air conditioned apartment in like super comfy clothes just like walking into my fridge, pulling out just easily accessible, digestible, delicious food. And I just sit down in my reclining chair made of animal and, and plastic. And then I watch a hilarious movie with Alec Baldwin where other people for no money out of my pocket, because my, my parents pay for the Netflix account, <laughs> no money out of my pocket. They, are, they made a whole concept and just entertained my ass. I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, Alan, you're saying like, there's you know what's the point of all this progress i don't know man this is pretty sick Dude, this is pretty we're living sick. in the best times right now the best times we, we are absolutely we were chimps we were chimps in trees and now we live in like just a super like super safe like air-conditioned full of food apartment right it's like yeah there's a lot of problems in the world right now but there's also a lot of problems in the last hundred years that have been like you know solved like you know Mm -hmm. the fact that we don't know anybody that has polio or smallpox Mm -hmm. or and we there's like you know none of my friends are on the brink of starvation if there's Mm -hmm. a bad harvest i don't really worry about food for the winter Mm -hmm. like it's just like it's just there's so many things that are just not problems if i want to talk to somebody that's on the other side of the world i can just pick up the phone and call them i don't have to do a three months journey to go get to them and it's (laughs) like that's generous yeah, that'd be pretty quick to get to like China if you had yeah. three months. Yeah. yeah, dude, imagine that though. Imagine being in Europe and you're like, you're like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm like, oh, I'm tired of this place or whatever. I'm gonna go. I'm going to. I'm going to this new place called America on a one way trip. It's like six months on like a wooden ship, and you just like hope you survive. Like you're literally just eating biscuits and like salted pork and like maybe a lemon that you brought. And that's... Dude, or the motherfuckers going down the Oregon Trail, like, yeah. Dude, imagine how, dude, just imagine how bad your life has to be before that's your best option. Dude, I well, make it. well, I always think about the Lewis and Clark thing. It's like these guys just like leave; they just head west. Like nobody knows what's west. Like they're just like, okay, just head west, kind of tell you find water or something, and then uh, come back. And they just show up and get like back in the Washington D.C. like. 18 months later, like, hey, we made it. And they're like, yeah, there's some cool shit over there. I remember, I remember learning that they would, like, split up once in a while on their, their journey. Yeah, and they split like, yeah, up let's, going let's while they were going uh, on the way back. After they made it to the coast, they split up, and it was, like, like, yeah. like one of them went north, and one of them went, like, more south. And then they, like, had a spot, like, hey, we'll meet up here, like, like you know, wait a week for the other group. <laughs> and then they, like, met up again, like, like two months later. 
It's amazing. What? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And they're just amazing cartographers. Like, to just fact, like, to be able to map that, too, like, because their maps were so accurate that they yeah. just made as they were walking through, you know? It's just mm-hmm. nuts. And I go and... I go camping for a day, and I'm already just ready to go home and watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, I was, yeah, I was going to say, I can't even remember how to get the same Chick-fil-A. I'm, like, GPSing the same, like, <laughs> twice in a row to go the same Chick-fil-A. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know? <laughs> like how fucking I dumb still am I? know what my house is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I still rely on this this phone. Dude, here's okay. Here's something that was crazy is like if you if my phone died and I had no way to charge it, there's a lot of places I just couldn't get to. <laughs> I just like <laughs> all like most places, I just all don't the know places how to get, get to. Get to. <laughs> yeah, I just like I don't like someone be like, "Oh, come to my house," and I'm like, "I've been there 15 times, but I have no idea how to get there." <laughs> I don't know where you live. <laughs> I don't know. You might as well live in a different state, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let me mass map quest this shit. <laughs> Dude, and then like giving someone directions when there's no uh, when there's no roads or anything, so you're just like talking about landmarks, <laughs> like certain trees. Like mm-hmm. after a certain point, or but I was watching this thing about how to. Uh... Okay, I actually wasn't. I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. And this guy was explaining how to, like, if you're looking at a map and you're in the woods, right, and you don't have GPS, how to triangulate yourself on the map. And it's the most genius thing ever. You just go to the highest point, you pick out like um, two spots that are as far away as you can see that are like landmarks, like mountains that you know, or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So you pick two mountains out. You look at the mountain, and then um, you use your compass to, like, measure the degree at which the mountain's at, right? And then you draw the line on the map from the mountain just straight back, 100, minus 180 degrees, like, whatever the compass reading was, straight back from the mountain all the way across the map. And then you pick the other landmark, and then you do the same thing, and then wherever those lines intersect, it's where you're at. Oh wait! So you pick two way far away landmarks. Oh yeah, and you use your compass to get like a degree reading. Like it'll tell you like it's two hundred and seventeen degrees northwest or whatever, right? Uh So then you just subtract one hundred and eighty from that reading. So because you're drawing the line in the opposite direction from the landmark, just draw Mm -hmm. the line straight back. Then you pick another landmark, do the same thing, and wherever those lines cross, it's like that's where you are. Dude, that's so smart. And the further away it is, the more accurate it's going to be, you know, because it's just going to be like you're going to have a more precise measurement. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Wow. And it's like, oh, boom, I'm right here. I can't imagine a situation where I'm lost and I go, don't worry, guys, I know how to triangulate ourselves. And then that happens and I go, yeah, I don't know what else to do, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I listen and to a Joe Rogan podcast. We're here. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we have no water and no food. And <laughs> we know. But we know where we are. We're- we're still <laughs> fucked, but we know exactly where we are. But don't move. Now we, we know how fucked else. we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I actually watched uh, – you guys ever watched Survivor Man? You ever watched that show? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. With Les Stroud? Dude, so my dad – I mean, this is no shock, but my dad literally – that's all we would watch is Survivor <laughs> Man, dual survival, and then zombie movies, and then gun show, sure. like yeah. gun shows. <laughs> that's what we watched. <laughs> but – He's like, you know, Reno, he's like, you ever, he's like, it's good to watch these shows. He's tr- just drunk as fuck. He's just, he's just not a survivor kind of person. Like, like we start a fire and he just throws two by fours and gasoline together and lights on fire, you know? But he's like, it's right. important for you to know how to start a fire. <laughs> Dad, you would be the first person to be fucked. First of all, you run out of alcohol and then die. 
<laughs> like you just that's the first thing that would happen to you if you got lost in the forest. Just withdrawals, yeah. <laughs> just immediately just useless. You'd be like, Where's my cigarette? There's no cigarette? Ah oh, fuck. <laughs> but right. um, dude, so Les Stroud, he had a he like made a little series or something. I think it was on Netflix or something, but he uh he basically looks at someone's like survival situation. Like he looks up crazy stories where they survive and then he puts himself in the same situation. And then he tries to survive. And uh, this is a guy that has spent his entire life surviving. Like he Hey, knows... so have I. It's just not been very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. I'm just surviving. on easy mode. <laughs> yeah, in society that's built for you to survive. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've survived for um, 40 years so far. Yeah, dude. Yes, it's a world every day is a world is a new record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh dude, this um but yeah, dude, he does these situations and all he says, dude, he what he keeps saying is he's literally like he's like, honestly, your best shot is just is just stay where you are. He goes he goes, So many people have absolutely zero idea how to do anything in the wilderness. He's like, just stay exactly where you are and then just wait for someone to find you. Yeah, because the more you like wander, the like harder. I mean, like you know, they're gonna start where they think you were. So mm-hmm. it's like the more you wander, the 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 more right. Well, the less likely that you'll be in the radius, their search radius. Right, the radius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also he described it. He's like, he's like, he's like a lot of people could die two hundred feet from the road. He's like, if, if, when you're in the wilderness, you're so turned around. He's like. You know, you'll see you'll see these videos. You see, like all these people, they di- you know they they died or they they almost died, and they were only two hundred feet from their pickup truck, but they were lost. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, that's what happens. He goes, a lot of times you're just in there, like in the story they told was people were just picking mushrooms, and so they're just looking at the ground, looking for mushrooms, picking them dude. up, and then they get lost. And they two weeks in the wilderness, they were two hundred at, at some point they were two hundred feet away from their truck. Believe it or not, I've experienced this. Have you ever played Minecraft? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. You move like four feet away from wherever you started, and it's like I'm lost. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you, you start digging down. You just like I don't know where I am anymore, and there's no way to navigate back. And you and, well, and no like hope. you have a permanent compass that's always showing to like, to, like navigate yeah. you around. I don't know where I am. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jesus, that's so true. I mean, dude, it's just a skill our brains don't need. Like. You know, we're all capable of it if we if we needed to be, because at some point we were, you know, at some point people like cartography would have been a more common skill and survive and fire starting would have been super common. And you know what I mean? And like hunting right. and gathering would have been super. So it's like people will go like, oh, you know, we're like, like, oh, we could, you know, I'm such an idiot. It's like, well, you don't need those skills anymore. You know, like you could do that. There's nothing different between you and those people. But like it's just like useless. Why? Like it's just you don't. I mean, it's not useless. Like there's a lot of fun I think to be had, and I think a lot of people really enjoy it. But mm-hmm. it's like, but it's not practical. I mean, it, like, it, like so rarely, and uh, does any other person ever go, "Fuck, I really wish I had high wilderness skills," you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's like, you know, I've never been in a situation that was like, "Oh shit, this could be bad soon" or something like that. Right. Hmm. Dude, they um, they talk about it in this book about neuroplasticity and uh, it's kind of how your brain works. And they call they they basically said that natural selection is like is it basically there is a brutal process that your brain enacts to make sure that it's full of only the most relevant information 
to you, which is not always true. Sometimes I remember dumb bullshit, but like it, for the most part, your brain, it literally, it literally eliminates things you, that you don't use very often. Like, because right. it, it can, it can do so many things and it can remember so much, but it literally is like, I'm going to eliminate stuff that you do not use like languages. Yeah. Like I took three years of French. I don't remember any of it just because I don't use it. My brain's like, dude, I'm not going to spend time remembering that. I saw something that was like when you're learning a new skill or memorizing something, it's like, like say, okay, say, say you memorize like all the country capitals for a test, like all the countries of the world capitals for a test. It's like, mm-hmm. they say like, okay, the first time you do that, you'll probably permanently re- retain like 10 or 15%, even if you got a hundred percent on test. Right. But then, like, each subsequent time that you go and learn it, then your total retention is higher. Yeah. It's mm. called, like, it's called like something like active retention or something. Oh. Yeah. It's where you – it's where, yeah, I'm doing that right now for my studying. But I'll go through, like, 100 flashcards. And then I'll – like, I've been going through them every six hours. And then I'm starting to do it every day. And then I look at it again in, like, three days. And then I look mm. at it again in a week. Mm-hmm. That way, it it's not it's more permanent after I do it because really I'm, yeah I'm not doing it every hour and I'm 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 having to I'm I'm extending the time period it needs for me to remember it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, I won't look yeah. at it for a week after I've looked at it, you know, for months. I won't look mm-hmm. at it for a week because then my mind's like, okay, I need to I need to remember this for a week. Okay, I need Whoa. to remember for two weeks. Yeah, that's such a good tip, dude. Because you'd think it'd be the opposite. <laughs> Excuse me, but you think it would be like um, just the more repetitions, the more consistent repetitions every day, but somehow it's better that you like spread it out a little bit. Right, and you're gonna have to have that repetition at the start, but it's a mm-hmm. it's a good idea to like to remove it and then come back to it the next day, and then remove it and come back to it in three days after mm-hmm. you've done all that like memorization and repetition and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Well, more permanent. Yeah, brain's such a crazy thing. It's crazy. It really is. Yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts. Well, um, we're about an hour in. I think this is you guys. It's probably a good spot to wrap up. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, uh, thanks for hopping on, Kevin, and uh, yeah, thanks for thanks listening, for, everybody. And we'll thanks for having me on the pod. Happy yep. to do it. We want to have you on for one segment a week. I think if you're down. Heck yeah! Sounds good to me. Sweet. All right, guys, have a good night. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye.